0: What's up Mick? Welcome
1: back to the studio. Feels like it's been forever. Oh my goodness, I know. For the
0: record, uh, we're still practicing social distancing, but we've both been um, not around (laughs) anyone for like a month now, so I think we're safe.
1: (laughs) And like when either one of us has gone to the had to go to the grocery store, like we are like in Chernobyl gear, like we are suited up. Like what's funny is Juke has this gas mask that has like the two things on the side the canisters, yeah. The canister fucking like it is crazy. Like she looks like she's going on like an assault team. <laughs> it's like Dude, madness. whatever. I know. Like I have like an N one hundred that I had from like when I was painting my house and the lead paint chips and stuff. So I like have that, and then I cover it with like. Just so I don't have to sanitize it when I get home, I like cover the outside of it with a bandana, and I look. I have rubber I have gloves and sh- like it's crazy.
0: I don't wear gloves. I just wash my hands. A and bunch. you know what?
1: Actually, I think I'm going to do that because I read that the pH level in your hands, when you touch something with corona on it, it only lasts for 20 minutes, and then it's your hands. The pH level on your hands will kill it, but because you touch your people touch their face so much that and you can you can look that up to verify, but it said it the pH Where in your did you skin. Read that? Oh Lord, I've been reading all kind of medical reports how long the aerosol droplets stay in the air. Like I got into the scientific element of it, but um but but it stays on plastics and non porous surfaces like steel for like days. That's so insane. if you put rubber gloves on and you touch a bunch of stuff with it, it's gonna live longer on the rubber gloves than on your hands. Yeah. But it's just because people touch their face so much. But I mean, honestly, like I'm thinking I'm just not gonna do the gloves because if I just don't touch my face any, if I touch my face with either one, it's gonna contribute. So if I just don't wear the gloves, at least if I don't touch it for 20 minutes, this shit is like, in your clothes, like it only stays on your clothes for a short period of time, like an hour to two hours because like your clothes, air gets to the virus and apparently um, if it dries out, it's, in, it's inactive. So, like on metal and stuff like that, there's nothing to really dry it. But if it's on cardboard, especially cardboard sucks moisture out of, of out of stuff so quickly that the vi- like the the shell around the virus, dries out. Hmm, that's weird. So anyway, like there's a ton of shit. But anyways, so we're back, and uh, the first thing we have to talk about is Bernie dropping out because that happened between our last episode. We've kind of gone to two weeks episodes two weeks every other week
0: that i have like twice as much time now but i'm doing half as much
1: well i mean school's like taking a lot of your time and that's true school is taking up a lot of time it's almost over so yeah so anyways bernie dropped out and everybody i know is like depressed about it because most of our listeners are like the 99 percent and progressive and so it's kind of a bummer and I was so disgusted when I first got the news because I was like out gardening and I got this text message and it was like, Bernie's gonna share a special message with his supporters. And I was like, Oh, I know what this is, like already. I was like bummed out already. But then like by the time I came in and listened to it, it was like halfway through his message and he was thanking people. I'm like, Yeah, you dropped out. So I just shut the video off and I like just went to see it. Yeah, I didn't watch
0: it at all. I saw, um I got the same message. Well, I got an email. Mm-hmm. And um I I don't know. I was like hoping that's not what it was. Yeah. But then as soon as I turned on the news, it was like already on and I'm just like oh, I'm It's not.
1: like when somebody calls you at a bad hour of the night and you're just like, This has to be bad news. Yeah. You know what I, I mean?
0: I just I don't know. I, I was just so I, I don't wanna know. I don't I don't give a shit what he has to say right now. Like it's like
1: I know a lot of people are mad and I mean I, I was kinda like I don't see the point of not staying in now because at least there the
0: f- is no point. That's why I'm so mad. Like what are you fucking gaining at least in twenty sixteen? It's like you knew you were gonna run for president again and there were like things that we needed to secure to make that happen for him to run to president again. Right. And it's like <clears throat> those were all very good reasons. But and plus to concede, like but, but
1: but he had amassed a lot of political capital in twenty sixteen and he utilized that to get them to change some of the rules about that were unfair against him. Like right. he actually tried to change the system That's with what his I mean. political capital. like.
0: Okay, he's using this so that when he runs again, we have a better chance. A better chance, right? But there, there isn't that
1: now. Well, after you know, I shut the video off and just was like, "Fucking, I'm just like, I can't deal with this right now." It's like you know, your grandma's sick and she's gonna die, and then you get you get the call and you're just like, "Oh man!" And it's like you don't want to, you just don't want to, you just want to answer the phone. So I kind of had that feeling, like I just don't want to face reality. But then, like you knew it was going to happen still at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like you knew after Biden was getting like all the winning in all these Southern states or whatever, you kind of knew that they were going to just roll with him and they just shut Bernie down. So anyway, um, but I guess he is, according to an Axios article, there is going to be a task force. And that was what he used his weight to get this time, which is supposed to work on climate change Healthcare, criminal justice, reform, immigration reform, the economy, and education. And so I don't know who's going to be on this task force. It's not clear, you know, what context they're going to be working in. But, you know, I guess Bernie probably, this is my feeling, is Bernie probably told Biden, like, listen, you know, I have all these people that have gone through this twice now with me. They're extremely loyal to me. They're probably not going to vote for you. But if you want any chance at all for them to vote for you, then you're going to have to do something to show them that you're really going to do some of the things. he He's not going That's to. That's the problem, is that
0: I think the biggest thing that people who wanted to vote for Bernie had was that they trusted him. Right. Any politician can promise anything. Right. But... of them are fucking liars yes I don't trust Biden as far as I could throw him
1: he could promise you something today and he'll forget that he said it tomorrow well that's that's another thing too I mean it's embarrassing that the establishment has not only pushed forth somebody who's completely free of ethics and any kind of moral compass but the guy's like not even mentally capable I mean it's embarrassing. And I mean, if he tries to debate Trump, like, you, at first Trump I think— Trump is going to mop
0: the floor with him, and its I'm not even looking forward to it. And literally all of the people who either um, are right-leaning or they're in the middle, and also the Trump people, are just laughing mm-hmm. right now. Because they're just like, he is going to fucking mop the floor with Biden. He's already, like, in pre- press conferences, you know, Trump said, like, they brought up this tweet, and they were like, well, did you see Joe Biden tweeted this? And, and Trump's like, that's not Biden. Biden's not even watching this stream. He doesn't even know what's going on. And I'm just like, well, here it it starts now because Trump is just going to mop the floor with him. He can't remember where he is or what he's saying or Mm -hmm. or anything.
1: Yeah, so the disingenuousness of it all is disgusting. And, you know, CNN and MSNBC are just, they're so hard to watch because um, they literally spent from day one of Bernie's campaign, bashing him, degrading him, calling him a socialist, calling his supporters brown shirts, Nazis, um, you know, just the same as Trump supporters. Like, they did absolutely everything they could to smear and destroy that man, okay? And then when the coronavirus hit, now, you know, you have people on CNN and MSNBC saying, well, we really need to look at the inequities in the healthcare system and, you know, why are black Americans, you know, in such poor health as compared to white Americans? And why are people in lower income brackets unable to access health care? And it's like they've been pushing Bernie's agenda after they are confident that A, they've destroyed him and he's out, of the, he's out of the way. And B, their candidate of choice who has promised to not change anything, especially veto Medicare for all. So it's like, they know that nothing that they're out there spouting right now has a chance of ever becoming reality. And the only reason that they're pushing all this stuff and talking all this narrative is to gain the trust of Bernie people who are like, oh, look, CNN and MSNBC are finally talking about Medicare for All. Yeah, because they know it's not ever going to happen. So it's safe for them now to pander because they know Bernie's gone and Biden's never going to do it. And so it's just so irritating to, it's like, you know, I don't know a good analogy, but it's like Bernie's gone and they can't even be respectful enough to not just take his entire thing he spent his life trying to do and just profane it. <laughs> it's just disgusting. Well,
0: and it's like, dude, I'm just waiting. I'm I'm waiting and watching and I'm not going to say I'm going to enjoy watching it, but it's going to happen nonetheless. The, the Democratic Party is crumbling. It is. I mean, this is just sad at this point that they this is what we've come to this is Mm -hmm. the nominee well and I said at the beginning that they're like oh Bernie people weren't gonna vote for anybody but Bernie to begin with and I'm like no you know what all the way up until the shadow company the shadow app thing happened Mm -hmm. I was kind of like okay Pete Buttigieg isn't so bad I liked Cory Booker I liked Kamala Harris I liked Elizabeth Warren you know what I mean like literally all of them except for Bloomberg and, and at points I was like, yeah, I would vote for Biden because even at the beginning, Biden didn't seem as lost as he does now. He's a mess now. I mean, I don't know what's happening, but at the beginning, I was like, I would vote for anyone on the stage minus Bloomberg. Then as it went on, I was like, mm, okay, like narrowing my choices here. Mm-hmm. But as more and more of the people I liked either made a fucking fool of themselves mm-hmm. or like showed their true colors or had to drop out, all that was left was those two, and I—I I don't know. I just—I mm-hmm. feel like I could put a lot of things behind me with Joe Biden, but he has truly shown his true colors during all of this. I mean, he straight up said that he will never be for Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. You know, he got in the face of Americans and told them, "I don't work for you." I mean, what yeah, I don't the want fuck?
1: your vote. Go vote for Trump. Like, I, I mean, I'm he's no, just I obnoxious. That's awful. And they keep selling him on his his calm demeanor and his bringing people together as the thing that, like, his main selling point. And it's like, what have you been watching? Because he's nasty to people. Yeah, he like, is when nasty He's, he's been acting like exactly like Trump. Like, if somebody asks him a question that's actually a legitimate question, he just attacks them personally. Yeah. He doesn't answer the question.
0: So, yeah. Uh, and also, all of the uh, Vote Blue No Matter Who people or the Biden people. Um, you know, when Yang dropped out, I welcomed his supporters to the Bernie movement, if they so chose, with open arms. Like, if you have questions, if whatever obviously i'm not going to mock you that your candidate dropped out right like why would i do that
1: right um because how could we because people that were telling us to drop, drop out the first time around we we're like this is the guy who has the platform right. we want exactly. so like right so i felt so bad I for them yeah, because their pla- their I, guy that had their platform is gone they now they supported him even
0: though from the beginning it didn't look like he had a chance yeah and so and I they were
1: never that. obnoxious
0: to bernie no, people. they never were they never were the young people were always really respectful um so you know i think there was a lot of niceties between those two groups and which makes sense and literally since bernie's dropped out like every (laughs) every uh super democrat that i know is just like pounced on me well if you don't vote for biden then you're voting for trump and i'm like okay by that logic then if i don't vote for trump is that a vote for biden because then i'll just stay home like that's fine if that's your logic Mm -hmm. you know and i'm like what is biden doing to um, make me want to vote for him. Nothing. And they're like, well, if you don't vote for him, then you're voting for Trump. And I'm like, okay, but I don't I don't think you understand that I'm not a Democrat. I'm right. literally not on either one of your right. sides. So whatever one of you has something to offer me is the one that I'm interested in. And as far as I'm seeing, I think that Trump might be a better bet if I'm trying to avoid war. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I, I don't know.
1: Yeah. It's, because it's I'm I'm
0: literally one. legitimately trying to look at the two of them, like which one is going to be worse. And of course, like, I'd like to say that Trump is the more arrogant asshole, like laughing stock one, but I'm like if Joe Biden gets up there and doesn't know where he is, yeah. I mean, how dangerous is that not only for our country, but other people looking at our country to know that our president is like a shambling old man that doesn't know where he mm-hmm. is. I mean, that's not the image. I don't know if it's much better than what we have now, but I
1: mean, Biden is Biden is not anti-war. No, he's not anti-war and he's totally, he is corrupt. But I think, you know, getting busted out, over the whole Ukraine thing with his son. And also, you know, there was a book written about, um, I think it was called Secret Empires. But it, but it, the the guy basically goes into all the dirty dealings, Mitch McConnell and his wife and their connections in the shipping industry. And he also gets people on the Democrat side. He went after Biden, talked about the Ukraine thing. That's where I first heard about it was in that book. And, you know, also his son's company in China that he had issues in. And now China, especially right now, China's being aggressive in the South China Sea again. They um, probably about four days ago now shot, sank a, a Vietnamese ship because China believes they own these islands over there that they've never, as far as I know, ever had claim to, but they just claim they own them. I wish I could find a Biden person that
0: uh, didn't just start their argument screaming. Like the same way when I talk to some Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. The second that you're just like, well, I don't believe that that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, like that there's no fact to back that up, that's just an opinion. And they, like, scream at you. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, you fucking liberal. That's how I'm being treated by Biden people right now. So it's really yeah. hard for me when I'm like, okay, you as a Biden person, can you tell me why you're voting for him mm-hmm. that doesn't have the word Trump in it? Yeah, they're and just it's like, desperate. There, there's no conversation. So I'm like, you're not, you know, you're in, regardless, either way, if Trump wins or, you know, if, if Biden loses, regardless of the reason, you're going to say it's Bernie people's fault. Right. Just like you did with Hillary, even sure. though the facts don't don't point to that. Right. So you're going to blame me anyway. So, I mean, what is the motivation for me? Because I know a lot of people are bringing up the Supreme Court thing, but last time we had a Supreme Court judge being put in, Obama tried to put somebody in and they just stalled it off.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: how are you telling me that the same thing is not going to happen? You know, that, that Biden's going to try to put somebody in and they're just going to hold it all up or, or not you know, vote on it and be like, no, Mm -hmm. we're not doing that. We're not putting that person in. You can't guarantee to me that that's not going to happen. So I guess I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the runaround. I'm sick of no facts, no nothing. I mean, why am I voting for you? Tell me why I should vote for you. I don't believe in your message at all. I believe you're a cheat. I don't trust you. I don't think that you're any more stable or anti-war than Trump is. And Mm -hmm. people always say, well, maybe you have the privilege to. And I'm like... I live in a poor red state. There's nothing There's nothing privileged about my life. And oh, the kids in the cages. And I'm like, okay, kid. those kids were in cages in Ob- under Obama too. So it's like, I just, I'm so sick of the argument that Trump is so much worse than what Biden will yes. be.
1: I mean, he is horrible. He is.
0: He's fucking awful. But I just... Unless you can prove to me that Biden isn't going to right. just basically be a better image. Yeah, it's just the lesser of two evils argument all over again. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Either so, either they need to learn, Biden's people and Biden need to learn to actually convince me mm-hmm. that you can offer
1: me something that is better than Trump, or I'm not coming out for you. So... Um, Merrick Garland, we were talking about that. Um, it was in 2016, it was March of 2016. Barack Obama put Merrick Garland up as a Supreme Court nominee to fill the position by Antonin Scalia, who was a right-wing um, Supreme Court justice, he passed away. And the Senate refused to hold the hearing on the vote because they said that it was an election year, it was Obama's last year's presidency, and... Um, Which shouldn't Republican, have mattered at It all. shouldn't matter. The Republican majority said that um, the next elected president should fill the vacancy because these positions are 20, 30, whatever years, however long for their lifetime appointments. And they were saying the American public to put somebody in there in March when the election is November, which to me, like, that's a long time between March and November. It doesn't matter. To have a vacancy on the court. They're
0: lifetime
1: appointments.
0: There is no stipulation that says, oh, well, if the president's already two years into a term, then he can't select it. Like, the no, fuck you, dude. Yeah. If he's president, he's president.
1: So, um, anyways, I, I was trying to figure out, I can't remember now whether they actually, the Democrats agreed or if the Senate forced it somehow, that they would not give Merrick Garland a hearing. But anyways, they, they stonewalled it. Um, and, you know, my feeling is that when that happened, the Democrats should have woke up and took notice. As much as I love Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she should have retired. Because right, and everyone always
0: argues with me when I said that. Uh, everyone argued with me when I said that because they're like, oh, well... If she would have retired, then Obama would have tried to appoint someone else and they would have done the same exact thing.
1: But if she would have retired before the like end of well, his that's term. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. exactly
0: what I'm saying. Yeah. They couldn't have stalled it off for no. forever. No. And
1: that's what I'm saying. If Biden, I despise Biden, but the people that are making the point of the Supreme Court issue are saying, listen, we've got a five to four right wing major- majority in the Supreme Court right now. If, if Ruth Bader Ginsburg does pass away or gets to where, where she's ill and can't do her duties, and has to be replaced. Trump is going to find the most hardcore right-wing person. And then we're going to have, you know, a six to three. And, you know, from a gun rights and, a, and pro-life perspective, which I support, you know, responsible firearm ownership, and I'm pro-life, but I'm not like a crazy pro-life person. Um, But I'm saying like, I'm not so afraid of the things that would get accomplished because I honestly think that even when people are appointed to the Supreme court that are supposed to be like right wing, like a lot of times when it comes to certain issues, they cave and they go with the liberals. Um, They wouldn't on guns, but on Roe v. Wade, they probably would bend. They might review some of the certain issues of it, but I don't think they're going to wipe it out. But from a voter standpoint, You know, let's not forget Citizens United. Let's not forget that we're entering a census year. So the Republicans are going to hardcore gerrymander the shit out of these states. And if they do that, we're never going to get control of the state legislatures again. And they're just going to continue to hold on to power by selecting their voters instead of letting their voters select their electors. Um, We did a whole show on uh, the things that the Republican Party is doing to suppress the vote. You know, from voter roll calls and all this stuff. And, th- and those issues are all always challenged in court by the Democrats. But guess what? If we get a right wing Supreme Court person, forget it. You won't have a vote. They yeah, will- that's,
0: that's about the only thing that really motivates me to, you know, swallow it and vote for Biden, except for the fact that I just want to know what guarantees that. If if Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies and Biden says, okay we're going to put this person in there, how do we guarantee that that happens when it when it didn't under Obama? Because
1: I because they're only the only way the Republicans stalled it off was because they said it's not that long to go without having a, a Supreme Court justice in there. And we just feel like, you know, you're trying to put a liberal, really liberal person on there at the end of your term. And that's blah, 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 blah. And that's completely fair. I don't understand why people it is are completely not fair. they should have the, the Democrats should have pushed it through, but I don't know if the Senate had a majority if there was anything they could do about it. but here's the thing: we have congressional elections in between presidential elections. So if Biden gets elected in 2020 and the Senate continues to stonewall, then basically we can have elections and Democrats could come out. In 2022 and take the Senate back from them. So I don't maybe. Well, I just feel like if they become such obstructionist that that's what's going to happen. I can't answer that, but I'm just saying it does concern me that the Supreme Court, that Trump has made it like super like right wing now. I mean, we're going to, we're heading towards corporatocracy and I'm by all means not encouraging anybody to vote for Biden because I haven't not decided to vote for Biden and I don't see myself voting for Biden. I'm probably going to write Bernie in, because in, the, in the primaries anyways, because I feel like if Biden sees that a lot of Bernie supporters wrote Bernie's name, well, actually, he's still going to be on the ballot. Right, yeah. So if we go out in the primaries en masse and vote for Bernie, that's going to put some heat under Biden's ass, because he's going to be thinking, he's looking down the barrel of a gun, you know, with all Bernie's people out there hanging over his head, like, we are not going to vote for you. Can you see this coming? We're not going to vote for you. So, I mean, it might put some pressure on him.
0: Oh, and I like the idea, too, of voting third party. You know, I just, I don't know. I think as time goes on, people need to take a stand of not accepting the lesser of two Mm evils and showing the DNC, like, we don't like you, you're corrupt, and Mm -hmm. we we don't associate with you anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, we will be our own thing, even if that means you fucking lose over and over again. Like, fix it. Or fuck off. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like that's more in their direction. I really think he's going to,
1: lo- I think, really think Biden's going to lose to Trump no matter he's, what yeah, he's gonna.
0: That's what I keep telling myself too, is that, you know, even, even if I, which like I said, I, I guess I haven't decided, you know, one day I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm not, you know, all these allegations come out against them. And I'm like, look at all these fucking Democrats that bashed Kavanaugh and they believed those women and they bashed Trump and they believed those women, but suddenly we're, we can't believe Tara Reade. Yeah. Reed? Like, fuck you. Do you believe women or not?
1: Yeah. You can't pick and choose. That's How about Liz? Up. How about Liz, Elizabeth Warren saying, you know, that she, she thinks Biden's great and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, well, what about her coming out and trying to say Bernie said a woman couldn't be president, you know, coming out with her like sexist allegations and all this stuff. And it's like, well, it's kind of uh, funny that you flipped over when you're wanting to be his VP. You know, you just threw all your convictions out the window because a position came available.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I don't know what to decide on that. I mean, not only was it just Tara Reid, but there's, you know, Ben said that there's like seven other people mm-hmm. that have come out and made allegations against him. And I'm just like,
1: I, haven't I, I really, don't know that I can vote for a rapist, dude. If it, I haven't really looked into it because of the fact that there's so many other things about Biden that make me not want to vote for him. It's well, that's not what I'm even so like, it's like a defi- deciding factor. We've still
0: got months and months until the elections, and what is he doing to calm any of that. nothing. I mean, I'm I'm, not going to come out and say 100%, like I refuse to vote for Biden because the Supreme Court thing does worry me a lot. Mm -hmm. Enough to fucking swallow whatever pride I have and just do it like I did for Hillary. Um, But unless I see something from him,
1: then Mm -hmm. it's like more than just... And plus, if you thought either party had the balls to like, like, okay, after one term of Biden, if people were like, all right, we... Got him in there to get uh, supreme the Supreme Court straightened out. It'll oh, be done. But like we want to vote for we want we want a primary with the sitting president. The DNC is not going to go for that. They're yep. going to try to force him down your throat for another four years. Yep. So that's the problem. Like they don't support what the people want ever. You know, and like Trump, well, Trump is so horrible. A lot of Republicans people. wanted a primary. They 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 told they anybody don't do that no, we're just not, we're not going to support any other nominees. Well, that's what I'm saying is that I just I'm sick of.
0: Why, why do all these Democrats just want me to believe that he's somehow like this great guy, blah, blah, blah? I'm like, I, I literally am not on your side or on Trump's side. So you telling me that Biden's just this great guy and everything's going to be fine is literally like a Trump supporter saying that to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, There is evidence. no, yeah, I need Keep something evidence. solid. Yeah.
0: I'm fucking sick of the same, or like I said, the, the kids in cages thing. Yeah. And that keeps getting thrown in my face every single time I say anything. And it's just like, Trump didn't create that. Mm-hmm. So what where the fuck is the problem cuz I'm pretty sure Bernie would have put kids in cages. Right. So you guys cared about it whenever You cared about it when it made yeah. Trump look bad, but you didn't care about it when Obama was doing it. Yeah. So fuck that.
1: Well, I think the 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 difference between Obama Ob- I'm not defending Obama, but the 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 thing that Trump did that didn't create a substantial change was that he was like hardcore enforcing that people like sending people back and also splitting up families. He did that. He said to do that on purpose in order to basically punish these people. Like as soon as they get in here, we're gonna rip them away from their kids, and that'll teach them. Like that's what he did. Yeah, like that's
0: fucked up. But he didn't create that situation. Yeah. So I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Is I guess I just is it so hard to ask for an actual leftist? Yeah, to represent us. Right. Because we had a Democrat who also allowed the situation yes, to continue. right. And like, Obama, where were you representing us, the people yeah. who don't want this shit to happen? Like, it's like you say you say you don't want this to happen, but, look, well, the same thing, too, that he didn't close Gitmo.
1: You're right. Like, what the fuck, dude? And he ramped up Iraq, the Iraq war. So, I mean, yeah, he didn't do anything he said he was going to. And how about him hiding until Biden was the only one left standing? See, I feel like he that? did that
0: because Obama wants to preserve his integrity and he doesn't want to come out and just support Biden- because he used to be his VP, I think he's just trying to play the card like, "Well, I want to have respect for the system, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna
1: support whoever." Gets okay, that but nomination. listen, I think Obama the, has as big of an ego as Trump does, and he didn't want to come out and support anybody and then look like a loser if that person didn't no, make it I don't to the think end. So I think he's definitely way more humble than Trump. <sighs> I mean, I have a lot of
0: issues I don't know. with Obama,
1: but I don't Obama's think. a smooth talker, and he thinks he's the smartest guy on the planet. Don't kid yourself. And I he is, a, he's. Know. I'd a, go
0: back and forth with him because I liked Obama a lot,
1: but he just let me down in so
0: many yeah. ways.
1: He's an extremely smart guy. And he knows he's extremely smart, but that doesn't mean you can treat all the rest of us like we're so stupid. We don't see what you've done. Like we can't look at your record. But then again, a lot of people don't. They're just like, oh, we want Obama back. And right. It's like, I feel
0: like I'm in between there. Like I, I really did like Obama, but he did let me down in a lot of aspects. Although compared to, you know, the first Trump presidency that we've dealt with, I'm like, if if the option right now was to vote for Trump or Obama, I would definitely vote for Obama. I mean, no, at least no Obama asked. didn't.
1: At least Obama did keep relations with the other countries stable. Like that, I will say well, that. Not, for I'm him. not saying that Obamacare was perfect.
0: Obviously, it wasn't, but that is a good step forward. Mm-hmm. I think that was a really really big step forward, and it and it helped it helped people's everyday lives in a huge way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it has a lot of problems, but a lot of people got access
1: to health care that he didn't have
0: so well i just gotta say else,
1: that when obama got elected and i voted for him both times when obama got elected the first time like i literally cried because i was like we just overcame a massive milestone in america that we elected a black man's president president and that his race had nothing to do with why i voted for him it was because he promised that he was going to lead us into a new era and so i was extremely like heartsick over the fact that You know, he was the first black president, and I feel like, you know... playing politics as usual? No, I feel like he kind of squandered it. Like, it, it could have been, like, not only just a historical moment that he became the first black president, but also the things he could have done as the first black president could have been, like, wow, see what happens when you have someone who's, you know experience racism or whatever like be in that position and it's like it didn't change anything he didn't have any problem with bombing brown people in other parts of the world like yeah that's true i mean i just i don't know so anyway so that was our thing about bernie and i did want to talk about like um the messaging that's been going on around the coronavirus thing because man it's just so deep um and a coworker of mine, and who I think listens to our podcast, Carla, sent me a video. And it's a really cool video, and I hope people will check it out. Um, it's called Out of Shadows, and it's on YouTube. And it's basically about, um, it talks about a lot of things, you know, the history of uh, Operation Mockingbird, which was a CIA program to control mainstream media, um, and Hollywood, and how they used these massive media conglomerate to basically influence our behavior, our thoughts, our opinions. <clears throat> and um there's a couple people in it who worked in Hollywood for years and years, a stunt man, two two stuntmen who talk about the things that they experienced and I mean, I just think it thought it was really interesting. Um I did know a lot of the information that was in it. Um uh, MK ultra, they talked about MK ultra and we did a whole show on MK ultra and, um, you know, I just really feel like, you know, it does get the point across that people need to examine their messaging. Like what is the media trying to make you think by this show? Just like the walking dead, like what the popular shows that are out there. They don't just exist out there to entertain you. They all have this message. And for the last, you know, I'd say eight to 10 years, if you look at every show that's been on television, it pretty much comes down to these quote reality shows where they're competitions and they'll get these people on there and they tell some sad story about their life and, you know, why they wanted to be on American Idol or whatever. And um, Survivor and uh <clears throat> you know, Big Brother. I mean, what what kind of a clue is that? You know, MTV started with Big Brother where, you know, you try to eliminate people out of the house and be the last person. And, you know, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. Like, if you stop and think about the massive number of shows on television that, that involve people competing against each other and there can be only one person at the end. These aren't cooperative shows. These aren't shows where people work together in a socialist way to solve a problem that benefits everybody. These are about cutting someone else's throat to get ahead. And survival of the fittest. The, the, it's the messaging that's been in all these shows. And I kind of wondered, like, what's the point that they're trying to embed into our brains? And my feeling is that so when stress happens, we turn against each other instead of working together. And it also goes kind of against any socialist principle to, to have competition and beat somebody else out. So I think that's really what it was about. But, um, you know, when we watch the protesters on this whole uh, coronavirus thing, and you see these people out there, (laughs) it's hilarious that they're dressed in camouflage and...
0: Fucking morons is what they are.
1: Carrying AR-15s in camouflage and wearing flak jackets to protest a quarantine that has to do with a virus. Yeah, shoot
0: the damn germs. (laughs) Open a country back up. Shoot the damn germs, Rusty. Burn the damn (laughs) trees, Burn the damn trees. (laughs) I mean, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, seriously, I I just, I I don't even know that I've ever met anyone in person that's this fucking stupid because, listen, I'm in West Virginia and a lot of people here support Trump. And I've had conversations with a lot of them, as many as I possibly can, right? Because I try to understand, like, why is it that you voted for him? Mm -hmm. And literally all of the people that I talked to told me, that they were afraid for Hillary Clinton to become president because they work in the steel mill or the coal mine, okay? So mm-hmm. that makes sense, 100%. Um, none, of, none of the responses I got from them had anything to do with Mexicans taking our jobs or building a wall or you know any of that bullshit that you hear that Trump spouts off about. Not, none of them voted for him for that, okay? So that gave me hope that, like, okay, these Trump people might be... Self centered when it comes to politics. They're, they vote for self interest, which I feel like is kind of unfair, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not these dumbass fucking, you know what I mean? Like these people that you see them making fun of on the internet. So mm-hmm. I'm just like,
1: where are these people? Well, also, you have to remember that when you talk to people about Trump when they were about to vote for him or had just voted for him. A lot of people were giving him the benefit of the doubt and like you said, just hated Hillary more and didn't trust her. They knew she was a known element to them that they were that I don't blame them for not not wanting her.
0: Most people that I see that that did vote for him even say, well, he's a fucking idiot and he needs to keep his mouth shut and he needs to stay off Twitter and blah, blah, blah. blah." But they like what he's doing as far as trade policies go. Mm -hmm. And I understand that a person with like a basic understandings of economics would think that the American first platform Mm -hmm. is, it sounds like the best way. So I mean, all of those reasons why they voted for him make sense to mm-hmm. me. Um, I don't know how they let all the other shit go,
1: but and and the whole economic thing, just in my opinion, is a whole charade. I don't think it he is. has a clue that he knows what he's doing. 100% at all. hundred
0: percent, it is. But like I said, a person, yeah, right? With they a very, believe it is. It's a surface level understanding. They're like, wow, that sounds good. And it's not. But that you they're have stupid, to remember but-
1: though. But you have to remember though that after those people voted for him, some of them, anyways, they've had three and a half years of sucking Fox News' dick and watching Sean Hannity get on there and make excuses for every incompetent thing Trump has done. They lie constantly. I mean, it is unfathomable the stuff that that Trump and his children and his administration and his cohorts have gotten away with. It is absolutely, completely mind-boggling. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, And crazy enough is that
0: most of the people that I talk to, it's like, whether or not someone is breaking the law or justice is being upheld or having values or ethics none of that matters to them the only thing they care about is what affects them in their day-to-day life and that That, i I don't know how you that survivor that
1: yeah so i think that quality exists in some people and what i'm saying is the messaging on tv has drawn that out and then you get like the fox news people and what are those things that they always say well, we can't let immigrants in the country because there's not enough. The country's full, Trump says. There's not enough to go around. <laughs> if you start giving stuff to, you know, immigrant people, then then you're going to lose. Like, you're, you're personally going to suffer if you give to these other people, which is hilarious in a supposedly Christian nation that we're so worried about what we have that we can't help other people who are less privileged than us. That's pretty fucking hilarious to me. But, so... It's the constant, constant ramping up of anger and hostility and back and forth. And then you got CNN on the other side, who all they can fixate on is Trump. So instead of bringing up real, actual issues, all they do is snivel and cry and piss and moan about Trump instead of actually getting down to the meat of what the problem is. So then it's completely ineffectual because all you got to do is have Fox go, make news. And it's not that it's fake, but it, the way that they do it is so disingenuous. They don't care about people either. Right. And people and, can and see that.
0: And you know, Trump says enough stuff on his own that CNN doesn't need to over-exaggerate it. Because all you're right. doing by doing that is then when someone realizes that, well, that's not exactly what he said, now you just lost all credibility with them. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't know what this, I, yeah, I'm, si- I'm sick of that game, dude. It's literally like two fighting children. And I know that you probably haven't watched the show Tiger King. No. Okay, so I definitely don't recommend it because it's awful. You would probably actually think it's really funny. It's kind of like a combination between, um, no, here's what it is. It's a live-action Squidbillies (laughs) with tigers. That's literally what the show is, right? Okay. Um, But regardless, the the main guy, the Joe Exotic guy, who's like super flamboyant, crazy character that everybody loves, he's like the early Kyler, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he hates his arch nemesis who really hasn't done anything wrong uh, that they can prove this woman named Carol Baskin and they're like they're literally like Trump and Hillary mm-hmm. and people are like taking sides on this and bickering and screaming and like ready to fist fight each other over this that's what show. I'm
1: saying is it's really not about it's really not about like, trump and cnn and fox it's not about what politics it's, it's everything it's, it's what it is is the media is messaging to your primal drive so if your primal drive is conservative republican which by that i have to say means it's all about me and mine and what i get out of something and fuck everybody else Or whether you're a bleeding heart liberal who like pretty much like thinks that everybody has to be on board with everything or else we can't do anything. Like there's extremes, right? And the elites have created the facade with Fox and CNN that we have a fucking choice. We don't have any choices. These, all these people are owned by the same people.
0: We should definitely examine that though, because I can bring you a hundred different things that have been trending and it's funny that like my conservative acquaintances take one side and my liberal acquaintances take the other side Mm -hmm. and I am typically like somewhere in the middle like wow this is all kind of fucked up so that's weird I mean like just like with the show maybe you will have to watch it because it's funny that all of my conservative friends are like oh free this Joe exotic guy and I'm like no he like committed crimes he needs to be in jail like just because you like him doesn't mean we can let him out of jail Mm -hmm. okay and then they fucking hate this Carol Baskin lady Mm -hmm. when there's like no evidence that she has really done anything wrong they all Mm -hmm. say she killed her husband But there's literally like there's no proof of that there's Mm -hmm. no fucking proof they're like ready to prosecute there's no proof of anything lock her up but yeah exactly lock her up exactly the same thing well if you watch all of my left-leaning friends are like Yeah, you know, I'm not saying she's completely innocent. I mean, maybe she's done wrong, but, like, it doesn't justify any of the stuff that he did to her. And, like, she's she's kind of the victim in this. And I'm just like, what the fuck? How did I predict this?
1: It's like there's somebody behind the scenes writing a script, and they just put different characters in the same script. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's fucking happening. (laughs) Like, if you go and look, when we did the whole Ukraine, when we did the episode on Ukraine, and you go back and look at the Ukrainian election, who... The shitbag in that conservative uh, Russian guy in that election, his election campaign was being managed by Paul Manafort.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Right?
1: Talk about like soap opera where this guy dies and comes back in the next fucking episode, <laughs> Cigarette right? smoking
0: man. He just keeps Yeah, he just keeps back.
1: popping back up. So Paul Manafort's running this guy's election. And you know what one of the chants against his opponent was? Lock her up. I'm not lying. And after he won, he locked that bitch up. His opponent, he locked her in prison. So... Then Paul Manafort comes over here and he manages Trump's campaign. And it's all, it's all just a game. It's a script. And when they figure out that they have a script, a storyline that works, it's like every American Idol show. They just copy it. So you've got like the best chef ever. You've got the best sword maker fucking Forge and Fire. The best guy, there, the best sword maker ever. You've got every show is just like. Everyone gets eliminated to find the best guy at this. It's, like, all about competition and elitism and rising to the top and everybody else is a fucktard. That's the conservative messaging that is in this shit. And I'm telling you, like, do you see any programs out there about people getting along and solving a problem together? No!
0: Yeah, I literally can't think of a Because
1: one. they hate socialism. Oh, except
0: for, like, I actually do watch this show all the time, and I hate to admit it, but Hoarders. Ever seen that show? Yeah. Like... They like bring these therapists in and the families and like this big group and they clean out the house and they all go to therapy together. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's a show where people work together.
1: Yeah, but that's for conservatives too, because they watch that show and go, my house don't look that bad. Shut it off. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Just kidding. That's awful. (laughs) But (laughs) it's like my 600 pound life, right? Like we're all like, need to get a little bit more in shame. We're like, well, at least it's not my life not that bad. Yeah. Sitting in front of...
0: That's the American way, man. Sitting in front of a TV watching my
1: 600-pound <laughs> life eating ice cream right out
0: of the pint. You know? Yeah.
1: It's about making ourselves feel better about ourselves. But uh, Yeah,
0: so, no, but besides that one show, I can't think of a single show where like the whole basis is like a goal and like everybody works together to achieve it.
1: There is none.
0: That's the only show I can think of. I mean, of. we'll
1: try to think of one before our next show, but like, that's your homework. If anybody can tweet us an answer to the question, are there any shows that... Like in the 80s, I could tell you what the show was. It was buddy shows. Because every guy who was the lead had a sidekick. Okay. So, Dukes of hazard. you had the Duke boys, but there was the main one, John Schneider, and then his sidekick. You had Chips, which was the two co- motorcycle cops. Okay. You had the blonde guy and you had the dark haired guy. You had all these cop shows that were like either two brothers, like Simon and Simon, or you had, you know, in Hunter, there was a show called Hunter. And I forget the guy who played in it. But he actually had a female sidekick. And that was like, oh, shit, man. He's got a woman cop sidekick. Like, whoa. And then you had NYPD Blue that came out. What was it? NYPD Blue that had the two two women. And it was Cagney and Lacey. But all the 80s, if you go back and look at every fucking 80s show, it was like a pair of people. I
0: feel like they still have shows like that, though.
1: No, now it's got to be a team. There's got to be one Asian, one black person, one lesbian, one, like, you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, you're right, dude. I literally watched that 911 show, and then I watched the spinoff, that 911 Lone Star. And literally, the fire like they, they they're like fire departments, and EMS squad, or whatever. And it's like, not that I don't support the message, because I do, but it's like so like door. It's just explorer. recreated. It's like right. It's like. A children's TV show. Yeah. Like, gotta make sure we include every single represented right. one. That's like, okay, well, it's kind of being forced and not realistic. It is so. good,
1: but at the same time, like, okay, so maybe that's would be what would be considered your progressive element of the media, would be, like, showing all the different races represented. Yeah, that's, okay. like, way too easy. So, that's
0: what I mean. Like, But you're right, though, that they do make TV shows. But that doesn't really
1: dig into the f- emotions that cause you to be a socialist, though. The way that all these competition shows dig into what makes you into a right-wing conservative capitalist loving competition is great gotta be winners gotta be losers gotta be a hierarchy like that shit plays into your emotions like whereas no but i feel
0: like those shows like Nine One One, definitely do because it's like the whole show is about ems and firefighters and like being a part of their community and putting like putting brotherhood yourself in, yeah putting okay. yourself in dangerous situations okay. to so help maybe the that community it, you know what i mean like yeah. I mean, that what could be more of a socialist message than an EMS or fire squad in their entire community that they take care of? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody yeah. helping everybody. Yeah. And there's a Maybe lot that. of instances in that show where, like, bystanders end up helping for no reason. So mm-hmm. I would say that's definitely a message of, like, unity over cut through well
1: that's good then there are some shows out there I, I personally can't watch those shows because I was yeah, a volunteer really firefighter in an EMT and so like I bad. see them do stuff and I'm like yeah that one and maybe they've actually like improved but no, somebody told awful. me it's somebody so told dramatic. me oh this one fire and I will not want mention what show is you should watch this show because it's really cool it's about firefighters whatever and I watched like one episode and I'm like dude I can't handle this this is so fake like it's so it's so corny and fa- but because it, it's meant to be a drama it's not meant to be about firefighting yeah, it's about the, the characters thing. right but I guess if like, you're a cop, you can't watch cop shows because you're like, yeah, that would never happen because your chief would tell you to, you're fired, whatever. I don't know, but... So anyway, messaging is always... The only thing we consume more of, this video tells you this, than messaging is air. We literally... Cons- There's air and then messaging. Like We're, media? Media. We're constantly being assaulted by messaging. And we don't stop to examine it. Like, here's a good example. Four days ago, CNN was talking they were bashing trump which is their thing but they were saying that then we don't even know and they're, they're all about the numbers of death right because they're they want to get to the emotions of of people that are grieving people that are hurt that's cnn's thing fox is anger cnn is they know it's bleeding heart liberals yeah. so they're they want to get your emotions going so right so are talking about all these people dying dying the numbers and every day there's more numbers and it's gonna get worse. They always gotta tell you that, right? And it's like they sound like they're saying it's a bad thing, but they sound like they like want it to happen. Yeah, they're so just, fucking just excited like our, about our
0: it. local fucking weather guy, Dr. Dave, you know, Dr. Dave. <laughs> yes. And he's always like super excited when it's gonna fucking rain ruin everybody's <laughs> weekend. He gets on there and he's like, Oh, looking pretty sunny today, and then there's some rain coming <laughs> all weekend rain. Friday to Sunday, rain, and he's like so pumped and I'm like, fuck.
1: yeah and if you go back and watch news if you could go back and watch news like 20 years ago the weather was like completely not even like it was a segment that nobody fucking cared about he is funny though. but did you notice that everything is about extreme weather like everything's extreme now it's got to be like like you ever you ever see the when dr
0: dave does his live streams on facebook and he's like doesn't know how to use it so he's just like (laughs) sitting in front of the camera i love dr dave He's like so funny, and I just—you ever see him around downtown? He just like waves oh at everybody. Oh my
1: god! If so every funny.
0: person were like Dr. Dave, it'd probably be better off. Yeah, like if these newscasters. Yeah.
1: So also talking about the scripts, I know you probably don't know who J- J- Jair Bolsonaro is, Not but him. he's but he's the president of Brazil, and he's like a hardcore right winger. So he fired his minister of health, which is would basically equivalent be equivalent to Fauci. Because he was coming on telling people they should social distance and that businesses should be shut down. It's literally the same exact script that has happened here, except Trump didn't fire Fauci, but he threatened to on Twitter. He he retweeted a thing where somebody said Fauci needs to be fired because he had the audacity to say something that was factual, that contradicted something Trump said that was not factual. <laughs> so it's hilarious to me when I saw that Bolsonaro had followed, fired his health minister, I'm like... This is really just the same script. Like, if you go to a right-wing country, it's pretty much exactly what's happening here. And if you go to a left-wing country, it's exactly the opposite. So, it's... Yeah, the the elites at the top are laughing their ass off. Like, Elon Musk, apparently... I, I don't know much about Elon Musk, except he's a fucking weirdo, dude. I feel like he's a punk. Like, I don't know him, but, like, I just... All the pictures I see of him and, like, people talking about him, I feel like he's a punk, but I don't know. I don't know the guy. But anyway so apparently he tried to donate like a thousand ventilators i was gonna say incubators ventilators (laughs) different conspiracy um (laughs) so he was gonna donate these yeah you better calm down if you spit out one that
0: sounds too crazy q's gonna pick it up and repeat it like it's fact
1: so he was he was gonna donate these ventilators and i guess cnn ran some story about that they didn't get donated something something cnn ran pissed off elon musk so he tweeted that he doesn't Here's a good question. Why does CNN still exist? And so all of his, like, little devotees, which kind of remind me of what Bernie bros would have been if they actually were a real thing, are like Elon Musk's little guys out there.
0: His little muskies. His little muskies. <laughs>
1: that's a great thing. We're just start calling them muskies now. So all, all the little muskies out there got, you know, like pissed off and were commenting on CNN. Like, I went on CNN to criticize them myself in their Twitter, and that's how I saw all these comments about elon musk so i'm like elon musk knows exactly why cnn exists just for the same reason he knows why fox news exists it's to create the illusion that we have a choice and that we all can get behind a team and wear their colors and fight with each other and talk shit on each other
0: you think elon musk is good musk is a conservative
1: i don't i really don't i know he's a i know he advocates for marijuana I've heard that before, but yeah, I haven't mean, you seen the meme of him smoking a doobie? But a lot of conservatives now have rolled over on the marijuana thing. I don't know thing. with Elon
0: Musk. I feel like honestly, uh, he has said things that would lead me to believe he's on both sides. You know what I mean? That I mean, he has some opinions that are like on left, some are on the right. So here's
1: what I think. I think Elon Musk and fucking Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. And all these rich motherfuckers all over the world who claim to hate each other, including the Clintons, including fucking Donald Trump, get in a smoky room somewhere other and laugh their asses off at the at the serfs fighting each other. Boy, they all have one common goal, for sure. To keep us under control.
0: Right, yeah, for sure.
1: So if they distract us by making a bunch of Fox News Trump devotees and a bunch of liberal, what we don't even have a leader at this point, to fight with each other... Then we're yeah, not paying like attention fractured. to
0: what they're doing. We're fractured off now. So you got like the uh neo Democrats or elitist Democrat loyalists,
1: and yeah. then you've
0: got like progressives.
1: And some guy was like, "Oh, if you believe anything CNN puts on there, then you're just dumb or whatever." And I was like, "If anyone believes anything that CNN or Fox News puts out there, then you're owned because they're owned. Donald Trump is owned. Nancy Pelosi is owned. Chuck Schumer is owned. Mitch McConnell is owned." All the media is owned by the people who have everything.
0: Yeah, he's registered as an independent, but it says, uh, I don't know, it just says thinkprogressive.com says unpacking Elon Musk's inexplainable donations to Republican campaign groups. So I don't know. Yeah, I did Elon do Musk's donations that to Republicans sparked yet another controversy. So apparently he has donated to the Republicans, but in the same way that. Uh, you know, people said that about Mark Zuckerberg. Like, oh, he donated so much money to the Democrats and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, he donated to both parties. He did. But he gave more to Republicans. Yes,
1: he did. And also his new um, concession to all the people accusing Facebook of having a liberal tilt was to bring on board a bunch of right-wing people as fact-checkers. So I, can j- I gave up Facebook years ago. So I, But I can't imagine now what a right-wing just disaster facebook is because he's allowed so much fake shit to just be spread around unless it's about a vaccine and then you know he'll shut your shit down but like and i'm not an anti-vaxxer i'm i don't have an opinion on that issue i'm just saying they pick and choose very carefully what they decide is something that's dangerous but they let a lot of right-wing hate people say whatever they want and they don't shut that down but i don't know it's just it's a I have no desire to be on Facebook. What's I haven't had a desire since I left to be on Facebook. Um, so yeah, if you get a chance, watch the out of shadows. And then the other thing, if you can look up some stuff about operation mockingbird, because I was surprised when I was reading about the Kennedy assassination, the time life magazine, you know, which we kind of think of as kind of an icon of of media was owned by a right winger. uh, You know, he was pretty tight with the people up in government. And so uh, basically the CIA hired a lot of people in mainstream media to chirp out the narrative that they wanted put out there. So look that up. And then the last thing I kind of wanted to go over is um, one of the narratives that's been out there about the coronavirus has been the China lied, people died. And this is being chanted by the right wing and it's made up, it's been made into this little, I like how they take like a a conspiracy theory or. And they make a nursery rhyme for it? They do. They absolutely do. And um, like the locker up thing, like they they figure out their market, because Trump's a marketing guy. Joe.
0: Yes. Lion Hillary. Like he's got all these names for, what's he call, uh,
1: Schumer, Sneaky Schumer or something? I don't know. I can't remember. He's got names for all of them. He's got names for everybody. But um, anyway, so I was kind of curious because, you know, I'm no big defender of China. I think China... They're fucking awful. They are awful to their people, and they do repress information. However, the right wing is trying to use the excuse that we didn't have information available to us, and that's why our country is in a disaster right now, which is absolute... Total it's not, it's not fucking yeah. bullshit. Now, um, I made a, a spreadsheet, which I'm going to try to have Juke help me link it to our Twitter because I'm terrible with technology. But um, I started back in December on this spreadsheet, December 1st, and I just took on the left column and I went all the way down to the present time for today. And then I listed the countries that were the most affected by the virus, which is China, Italy, South Korea, U.S., U.K., Spain, Germany, France, and Iran. And I listed all those beside each other. And then I put the numbers of deaths that were happening at the time that these events occurred. So as you scroll down through the spreadsheet, which I hope to make available to you guys, um, you know, you can literally see the exact death toll on like January 11th. Okay, what was every country doing right then? Um, and I got that from Worldometer. Um, and that was funny because I've been following these numbers so close on Worldometer and also on uh, Johns Hopkins that Juke and I were looking at it and I noticed an error in the Johns Hopkins map. It was in Florida, yeah where ukaloosa, ukaloosa. Florida, yeah they had like 120 they had more cases than new york it was like 120 cases or thousand cases like from the day before when it was like you know 100 it was like 120 thousand so i was like this has to be a mistake it has to be an anomaly so we looked up the number for johns hopkins and called them and told them hey there's an error in this um we believe it's an anomaly because yesterday like how did it get a hundred thousand cases like overnight and the lady was like yeah yeah yeah, we've had a couple calls we're trying to get a hold of somebody to fix it so that was kind of funny but um so basically um they're trying to say that this all started back in november but some people think
0: that it started as early as october
1: yeah now they're saying that here too Like, they keep backdating, like, when they believe this bullshit started. I personally don't believe that just because if you look at the explosive nature of the virus and how many people quickly catch it and die, the death toll increases exponentially. So, if it started in October, we would have had, you know, massive death rate around Christmas time. So, I don't believe that. But, um, so, China was obviously the first place where it started. And our news media really wasn't picking it up too much because it's China. We kind of don't give a shit what happens over there. China. China. He has to say it like that. China. China. China.
0: (laughs) You look like Alec Ball when you did that. I mean, that's a pretty good impression.
1: (laughs) It's like he wants to say vagina, but he he can't, so he just says China. But anyway, so. (laughs) The hand. Yeah. So in December, they started having these cases over there. Now, one of the things that conservatives point to as the reason why Trump china tried to cover this up was that the first doctor who started one of the first doctors who started seeing these flu cases who came in that were severe cases he tried to bring he he basically was uh using a chat program like i think it's called wechat but it was for other doctors it was a closed group of doctors and he was sending out messages saying oh man there's people coming in with this bad flu and we think that it might be sars again so they had a SARS epidemic back in 2002, 2003 that was horrible. Actually, compared to this, it wasn't horrible. Only 800 people died from it. Um, and several thousand were infected and 800 people died. But, but for that time, it was, a, it was a pretty bad thing. Like nothing like what's happening now. But um, so this doctor had started like texting these other doctors and saying, hey, like, please be careful. Make sure you're wearing whatever because, you know, we don't know what this is, but it seems to be like SARS. It seems worse than a regular flu. So the local authorities in Wuhan um, went and picked up this doctor, and they brought him in for questioning. And they were asking him, like, why are you telling people that SARS is back? And, you know, because the Chinese government monitors your shit 24-7. Like, they are in your business monitoring your shit, so... Um, That or one of the people he was chatting was like, hey, he shouldn't be telling people this and ran to the government. Because when you get a really oppressive regime, like people rat other people out for like brownie points. So who knows how the authorities got it, whether they were monitoring his phone or whether somebody ratted him out. But anyway, so they brought this doctor in and they were like, well, why are you telling people this and stop telling people this? And... I don't think it was right for China to repress that information. However, people living here have to understand this. China has like 6 billion people. Now, you all know what happens if you're in a crowded room and somebody thinks they hear a gunshot. People are going to stampede, right? Human behavior, when people panic, they go crazy. So the Chinese government, not knowing what this virus was, I could see why they wouldn't want people spreading what they what they wrote, warned him about was spreading rumors and inciting panic so they tried they did try to clamp it down but but honestly if you are in a position where you're trying to keep people from panicking and hysterically like spreading out all over the country what are you gonna do you're gonna tell people listen don't until we find out what this is stop telling people that so anyways they did they did kind of go too far on that. But that was the local Wuhan police. And by, you know, a week later, that doctor incidentally ended up dying from the virus. Um, and so there was outrage in China and people on social media started going crazy. Even though it's a repressive regime, people like had enough and they were like, why did you arrest him? Why was he treated this way? Blah, blah, blah. He was like a national hero for trying to bring out what was happening. The Chinese Supreme Court ruled that the police in Wuhan were wrong to do what they did. So, do our police ever fuck up around here, do things they shouldn't do, and later get told by the main government, like, hey, you guys went too far doing that? It's even more rare in China for them to rebuke their police, but they did. They said they shouldn't have done that. So, in any event, that all happened, like, early on in December. Well... They started to figure out that this was something more than the flu. The first group of people that came in, about 20 people, they were testing them. And they all had relation to this wet market that was in Wuhan. So some of the people, none of the people that they could figure out had any contact with each other. So their theory at the time was that it was animal to human transmission. And that all the people who were infected had contact with whatever animal was transmitting it to human beings but that it was not person to person because the people they were seeing none of them had had contact with one another. So um, it was it was around the it was exactly on the 27th of December a Chinese laboratory completely sequenced the genome of this virus Um, and China notified the World Health Organization on December 30th, and they provided that genetic information on the virus to the entire world. Um, And that was on December 31st. If I said January, I'm sorry. It was December 31st. So around the first week of January, there were all these reports, and you can find these online. Like I said, I'll put the spreadsheet on here with the links. But there's a, 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 a YouTube channel called the South China Morning Post. And um, they reported that at that time, like I said, first week of January, that no medical staff had been infected and that they didn't believe that there was uh, person-to-person transmission. So when our government now is saying that China lied, it's a difference of a lie whether you know what you're saying is false and say it anyway, but this was a brand new virus. And at that time, they didn't believe that there was human-to-human transmission.
0: Right. There's a difference between here's what we know right now and purposely lying.
1: Right. So now there was an incident when... um, the Wuhan government stopped updating their numbers of cases. And um, one of their medical people in Wuhan was told them to destroy all the samples that they had taken from people. That's what allegedly happened. But that part doesn't make any sense to me because they continued to, to study it. So what sense would it make to destroy the samples? if you're going to continue to take more samples from people and continue to study it. They've already notified, at this point, they've already notified the World Health Organization they've got some new kind of virus. And they've given the genome out. So, um, the next thing that happens is, um, all right, we're up to January 14th. They still don't believe there's any human-to-human transmission. And then, on January 20th, Um, Okay, on the 18th of January, a lady from China traveled to Germany. She had contact with some associates there, business associates there. There was a group of like eight people that were meeting in Munich. And um, so she had contact with two of those eight people. She felt fine at the time. She appeared to feel fine. All the people there, nobody said she was sick, you know, whatever. She wasn't complaining to anybody that she was sick. So, she gets on a plane and she, starts, she gets, starts to go back to China on the, let's see, like the 22nd. So, when she departs Germany, she's on the flight back to China, she starts feeling sick. So, as soon as she gets back to China, she's like, hey, I'm really, I got a fever, I'm not feeling a blah, blah, blah. So, they tested her and found that she was positive for coronavirus. So the Chinese government immediately contacted Germany and said, hey, like, this lady is positive she's been in contact with people. They started going ta- con- ta- contact tracing to find out who all might be infected. Well, there's one guy who was already sick there, okay? So he had contact with the other six people that she didn't have contact with. So what they did was they took all those other people and they put them in the hospital in Munich, and they monitored them. None of them were showing symptoms. So, like, hmm. The thing is, they're positive, but they're not showing symptoms. Right. So that was January 22nd when they started telling people, listen, there is asymptomatic person-to-person transmission happening. January 22nd. So we can fast forward, clear through, and everybody already knows now what Fox News was saying, clear up into March. Trump was right. going to rallies. And we all know that literally nothing happened here until March. Nothing was being done.
0: Nothing, I mean, as in no, nothing to stop it. It was definitely here and spreading right. by that time, but we, nothing to stop it was done until March.
1: Right. So if you go up to February 15th, this is when Worldometer started tracking the other cases outside of China. So on February 15th, Italy had three cases. Three cases.
0: Yeah, we literally watched the shit in real time explode.
1: Spain had two cases. The U.S. had 15. So I mean, these people that are 15. saying,
0: oh, China's lying, China's lying. I'm like, okay, well, is Italy lying?
1: right is every other
0: country is that every single country in the world in on this conspiracy that coronavirus is not real and instead fabricated to make donald
1: trump look bad i mean come on people fucking ridiculous come on like i'm the biggest conspiracy person out there but you have to be in reality right okay a little bit like common sense so anyhow um If you go back and you look at the spreadsheet, which I'm going to link up, you'll see that there was ample evidence, there were studies being done about how long this shit was going to be on surfaces, whatever. You could see Italy spraying down their subway, spraying down their streets, spraying, like everybody, all the stuff they were doing, we did zero here. Zero. Absolutely nothing. And there's news stories I linked on here where people were being told to stay at home and monitor themselves, and absolutely nobody was checking up to see that that was happening, Um, they were just told to go home and don't have any contact with anybody. I mean, it was really botched up here, 100% botched up and had nothing to do with anything China did. Because all you would have had to do is pick up the newspaper in another country. And as a matter of fact, some of these senators and congressmen that sold their stocks, they will not be prosecuted for insider trading because insider trading is when you have knowledge that nobody else has. The sad fact of the matter is, By the time they sold their stocks, other countries were reporting about this stuff and how bad it was going to be.
0: So we knew we just weren't doing anything about it.
1: Exactly. So you can't charge them with insider trading.
0: Nobody do anything to help protect the people. Let us sell our stocks first. Yes. So that's fucking bullshit.
1: Exactly.
0: It might not technically be insider trading, but they still held everything off.
1: And that's what they should be charged with anybody in the government who has known to have information that could have protected Americans and and withheld it to themselves, something criminal should happen to them, but it won't. So, um, yeah, but I, I, pretty much put all of Trump's statements in here, the rallies he went to, what dates they were on and, you know, the whole narrative all the way out. So if anybody has any doubt about where the blame lies for our inaction forever, uh, it's in there. And as a note, uh, CNN, four, di- four days ago, around four or five days ago, they started talking about, you know, like the lack of testing here and how we don't even know how many deaths there are here because we aren't testing dead people.
0: Because, right, there's, exactly. not in,
1: because there's not because there's a test because Trump didn't make sure we don't a test. So therefore, all these people that are dying, mysterious numbers of people that are dying, that they're not tested, we're just saying they died from the flu or flu-like symptoms. We don't know if they didn't have coronavirus, right? That was like four or five days ago. Today, CNN actually had the balls to get on there and say, China increased the number of deaths they had by 50%.
0: To account for deaths that they didn't test people.
1: Exactly. Which, which is,
0: I mean, seriously, if you have a hospital full of 10 people that are all quarantined because they all have the same symptoms and you know, one of them pos- tested positive and they all ten die and you say, oh, they all dead coronavirus. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Why would they lie? But if they were, were going to lie, they would lie to say there was less deaths.
1: Well, that was the original allegation, that they were that they were making their numbers smaller. That was the original, the China-lied thing, that they were saying they didn't have that many deaths when they did. Well, now they've come out and said, you know, we're going to say that we had double that number because, first of all, the government statistics they were tracking were from health departments and didn't include nursing homes because they have nursing homes in China, too. The nursing home numbers weren't included. We know here that how many massive numbers are from nursing homes. So... They double their number, and CNN literally says, well, they weren't testing the people that died. So this Anything is another reason why we don't trust China. I mean,
0: listen, I fucking don't like China at all, just because of the shit that they do to their people,
1: but come Yeah, on. but for them to spit on a on. dime like that yeah, come on. and say, Dude, look, exactly. Trump's lying about his numbers because he didn't test dead people, right. but now say we should, uh, I don't know. So fucking ridiculous. But anyway, I hope you guys get a chance to check this out and. Everything you hear, like, honestly, the best thing I could tell you is give up TV for a month. Like, this probably during this pandemic is not maybe the best time to do it because you probably would go insane. (laughs) But, like, sometime when you get back to things, just make a commitment to, like, not watch your TV for, like, a month. And when you come back and watch it, you will feel like you're in a dream. You won't believe it. The stuff that you notice that you don't notice now because you're desensitized to it.
0: I feel like that when I'm around people because I don't socialize with a lot of people. I never leave my house. Um, this Honestly, this quarantine thing isn't bothering me at all <laughs> because I have agoraphobia, so I don't leave my house anyway other than to come here and to go to work. So I, I literally don't ever go anywhere. So it's not bothering me at all. But when I do have to be out and I interact with people, I feel like I always have this look on my face of like, what the fuck? <laughs> because I'm just like, is this how people act? Like, are, are how you're acting normal and how I'm acting isn't normal? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's so foreign to me when I interact with people. Just like, I had to call the bank the other day because they apparently fucked up. And when I took money out of my account, they accidentally took it out of someone else's account and just realized it three weeks later, right? Wow. They didn't call me. So I called them and I was like, what the fuck? And they explained the whole thing that was going on. And I was just like, okay. I mean, that's completely... Um, unacceptable and inexcusable but okay and the lady's just like well I mean I don't really know blah 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 blah. It just goes on and on and it's just like what I mean what, do, what the fuck do you expect me to say right now I'm being very calm and I said that's unacceptable and inexcusable but didn't even give this lady a tone I'm just like okay I completely understand what you're saying to me and that is what it is but that's totally unacceptable and I'm very disappointed in your company and she's like, well, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? what what part of this conversation is normal? Either <laughs> offer me some kind of conversation or hang up the fucking phone. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. What do you want me to say? Oh, it's okay? It's not okay. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I just I feel like I, I went to the grocery store and it's like talking to the people at the checkout line and I, I don't remember what it was. I think it was a bag of potatoes or something that was rotten. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's fine, just we don't want those or whatever. And the kid's just like staring at me like <laughs> Are you sure? Like, do you want to go back and get another bag? And I'm like looking at this massive line behind me and I'm like, does it's anywhere in your mind? Does that seem like a good idea? With, with your dual canister mask on. Yeah, I'm just like looking at this kid, like, do you think with this line of people behind me that are definitely not six foot apart that all look fucking pissed <laughs> that, that I should go back and get another bag? Like, sounds- what, is it me? Is it me? Or is this fucking weird behavior, dude? Like, why are you, what?
1: Does it make I, you want to wear a GoPro like all the time so you can I just feel analyze like I'm in it later? A sitcom and there's all these yeah, pauses yeah, yeah.
0: where like I'm supposed to make a joke yeah. because it's so fucking outrageous. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? That gets these statements or reactions out of people that are just like leave me like what the fuck? Like blinking, like <laughs> what the, what just fuck happened? Like what so I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know. I feel like I literally don't
1: there is a disconnect, yeah.
0: I have a complete disconnect with other people, with other human beings, or like one of them that I noticed too, before we wrap this all up, is when you're in a grocery store on a regular time, not during a pandemic, (laughs) because I haven't seen very many babies out, but You're at a grocery store and a baby starts crying and it's just like a flock of people like turn around to give this nasty fucking scowl at this mother who's like trying to grocery shop. And it's like, holy shit. (laughs) Like how did this perfectly innocent lady trying to grocery shop with her baby just become like ultimate enemy number one? Like you fucking psychopath. How dare
1: you bring a baby at a grocery store?
0: And I'm like, what is happening right now?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's because they're all getting the messaging and you are not. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. I mean, people like, walk around like zombies, and you're not one of the zombies. So the
0: way people act is very, very, very strange to me. I mean that that is, that situation too. That just like that lady instantly became like public enemy number fucking one because her baby was crying. Like in a, in a you know what I mean? Like if your baby's crying in a movie theater, yeah, fuck
1: you, you asshole. And if you like try like, to comfort you, that mom, because I'm a big advocate that like if a mom or dad is like in a store and the kid's crying, they feel so much pressure. Because I was that parent. Um, they feel so much pressure to make their child shut the fuck up that sometimes they'll start to get angry with their child because they're embarrassed and they feel like the world is staring at them because they fucking are. And I'll just try to go over and say, oh, does someone need a nap? Like try to like engage the parent in a comforting way so that they don't feel like everybody in the world hates them. And it, it, it actually deescalates huge, de- huge. And the kid calms down because they're like, who are you why are you talking to me like it stuns them for a <laughs> second like confused and they start looking at their mom like i hated you a minute ago but now i'm scared so like i'm gonna calm down and look <laughs> at you for a reaction to see what you do like it does like the kid like totally fucking gets confused and that's good because then they stop crying like because they're just like what the fuck's going on and the mom is just like looking at you like thank you so much for not hating me and the other people around that we're looking at enemy number one will look so fucking confused like wait wait be be nice to somebody like what that can that can work. Yeah, dude, it's weird. It is. It's seriously weird. So try that next time. Like, try to just be a fucking nice person to somebody and see, like, how... And then, like, look around at other people and see what they're doing. Because they'll be looking at you like,
0: why are you being nice to people? Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking weird, dude. I catch myself sometimes, though. Sometimes doing shit in public that's totally out of the norm, like be in walmart or something or anywhere and doug will be like hey look at this and i'm like well that's fucking cool as shit like really loud there's like children around i'm like oh god damn it like i'm really sorry like i because i'm not around kids so like i forget that. like you shouldn't talk like that yeah so yeah i don't know but that is funny then your all of your analogies about people being addicted to their tvs and behaviors and shit i feel like i feel like it all relates yeah it all relates yeah just another way that i
1: we need to detach myself. from the tv and become a human tribe again that's yeah. what we need to do Well, that's all I have. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for coming back. We've missed everybody, and we're just glad you're still there. (laughs) And
0: didn't die from corona.
1: And did die from corona. Keep wearing a mask.
0: Don't go outside without a mask on.
1: For real. When I tell you to put a mask on, put that shit on. (laughs) Don't be a dick.
0: People are dying. Don't be a dick. Just wear a mask. (laughs) All right, this is Juke signing off.
1: (laughs) This is Mick signing off.